Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Right now you can get all three of our ebooks, Evergreen, Everest, and Evermore, all together for the one low price of $9.99. Each book of life lessons contains 50 inspirational essays that were once featured on this podcast. To get your copies now, go to inspirationallifelessons.com. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from The Majesty of Calmness by William George Jordan, published in 1900. During my whole life, I have not had 24 hours of happiness. So said Prince Otto van Bismarck, one of the greatest statesmen of the 19th century. Imagine that. 83 years of wealth, fame, honors, power, influence, prosperity, and triumph. Years when he held an empire in his fingers, but not one day of happiness. Happiness is the greatest paradox in nature. It can grow in any soil, live under any condition. It defies environment. It comes from within. It is the revelation of the depths of the inner life, as light and heat proclaim the sun from which they come. Happiness consists not of having, but of being, not of possessing, but of enjoying. It is the warm glow of a heart at peace with itself. A martyr at the stake may have happiness that a king on his throne might envy. We are the creator of our own happiness. It is the aroma of a life lived in harmony with high ideals. For what we have may be dependent on others. What we are rests with us alone. And what we obtain in life is but an acquisition. What we attain is growth. Happiness is the soul's joy in the possession of the intangible. Absolute, perfect, continuous happiness in life is impossible, for it would mean the consummation of attainments, the individual consciousness of a perfectly fulfilled destiny. Happiness is paradoxic because it often coexists with trial, sorrow, and poverty. It is the gladness of the heart, rising superior to all conditions. Happiness has a number of understudies. Gratification, satisfaction, contentment, and pleasure. Clever imitators that simulate its appearance rather than emulate its method. Gratification is the harmony between our desires and our possessions. It is ever incomplete. It is the thankful acceptance of a part. It is a mental pleasure in the quality of what one receives, but an unsatisfiedness as to the quantity. It may be an element in happiness, but in itself it is not happiness. Satisfaction is the perfect union of our desires and our possessions. It exists only so long as this perfect union and unity can be preserved. However, every realized ideal 
gives birth to new ideals. Every step in advance reveals large domains of the unattained. Every feeding stimulates new appetites. Then the desires and possessions are no longer identical, no longer equal. New cravings call forth new activities. The equipoise is destroyed, and dissatisfaction re-enters, which is a good thing, for dissatisfaction in its highest sense is the keynote of all advance, the guarantee of the progressive revelation of new possibilities. Now, as to contentment, that is a greatly overrated virtue. It is a kind of diluted despair. It is a feeling where we continue to accept substitutes without striving for the realities. Contentment makes the trained individual swallow vinegar and try to smack their lips as if it were wine. Contentment enables one to warm their hands at the fire of a past joy that exists only in memory. Contentment is a mental and moral chloroform that deadens the activities of the individual to rise to higher planes of life and growth. We should never be contented with anything less than our best efforts can possibly secure for us. Contentment makes the world more comfortable for the individual, but it is the death knell of progress. We should be content with each step of progress merely as a way station and discontented with it as a destination, contented with it as a step, discontented with it as a finality. There are times when we should be content with what we have, but never with what we are. Contentment is not happiness, neither is pleasure. Pleasure is temporary, happiness is continuous, Pleasure is a solitary note. Happiness is a symphony. Pleasure may exist when conscience utters protests. Happiness never. Pleasure may have its dregs and its lees, but none can be found in the cup of happiness. Happiness represents the peaceful attunement of life with a standard of living. It can never be made by the individual by themselves, for themselves. It is one of the incidental byproducts of an unselfish life. No person can make their own happiness the one object of their life and attain it any more than they can jump on the far end of their shadow. If you would like to hit the bullseye of happiness on the target of life, aim above it. Place other things higher than your own happiness, and it will surely come to you. You can buy pleasure. You can acquire contentment. You can become satisfied. But nature never put real happiness on the bargain counter. It is the undetachable accompaniment of true living. It is calm and peaceful. It never lives in an atmosphere of worry or of hopeless struggle. The basis of happiness is the love of something outside yourself. Search every instance of happiness in the world, and you will find when all the incidental features are eliminated, 
there is always the constant, unchangeable element of love. Love of a parent for a child. Love of a man and a woman for each other. Love of humanity in some form. Or a great life work into which the individual throws all their energies. Happiness is the voice of optimism, of faith, of simple steadfast love. No cynic or pessimist can be really happy. A cynic is a person who is morally nearsighted and brags about it. They see evil in their own heart and think they see the world. They let a mote in their eye eclipse the sun. There is a royal road to happiness, and it lies in consecration, concentration, conquest, and conscience. Let us deal with each one individually. Consecration is dedicating your life to the service of others, to some noble mission, to realizing some unselfish ideal. Life is not something to be lived through. It is something to be lived up to. It is a privilege, not a penal servitude to endure while on earth. Consecration places the object of life above the mere acquisition of money. The person who is unselfish, kind, loving, tender, helpful, ready to lighten the burden of those around them to hearten the struggling ones, to forget themselves sometimes in remembering others, is on the right road to happiness. Consecration is ever active, bold and aggressive, fearing nothing but possibly disloyalty to their high ideals. Concentration makes the individual life simpler and deeper. It cuts away the shams and pretenses of modern living and limits life to its truest essentials. Worry, fear, useless regret, all the great wastes that sap mental, moral, or physical energy must be sacrificed, or you will needlessly destroy half of the possibilities of living. A great purpose in life, something that unifies the strands and threads of each day's thinking. Something that takes the sting from the petty trials, sorrows, sufferings, and blunders of life is a great aid to concentration. Soldiers in battle may forget their wounds or even be unconscious of them in the inspiration of battling for what they believe is right. Concentration dignifies a humble life. It makes a great life sublime. In morals, it is a shortcut to simplicity. It leads to right for right's sake, without thought of policy or reward. It brings calm and rest to the individual, a serenity that is but the sunlight of happiness. Conquest is the overcoming of an evil habit, the rising superior to opposition and attack the spiritual exaltation that comes from resisting the invitation of the groveling material side of life. Sometimes when you are worn and weak with the struggle, when it seems that justice is a dream, 
that honesty and loyalty and truth count for nothing, that the devil is the only good paymaster. When hope grows dim and flickers, then is the time when you must tower in the great sublime faith that right must prevail. Then you must throttle the imps of doubt and despair and steel yourself to master the world around you. That is conquest. That is what counts. Even a log can float with the current. It takes a woman or man of character to fight sturdily against an opposing tide that would sweep their craft from its course. When the jealousies, petty intrigues, meannesses and misunderstandings in life assail you, rise above them. Be like a lighthouse that illumines and beautifies the snarling waves of the storm that threaten it, that seek to undermine and wash over it. That is conquest. When the chance to win fame, wealth, success, or the attainment of your heart's desire, by sacrificing of honor or principle, comes to you and it does not affect you long enough even to seem a temptation, you have been the victor. That too is conquest, and conquest is part of the royal road to happiness. Lastly, we have conscience, the mentor, guide, and compass of every act, which leads ever to happiness. When you can stay alone with your conscience and get its approval without using force or specious logic, then you begin to know what real happiness is. The individual who is honestly seeking to live their life in consecration concentration, and conquest, living from day to day as best they can, by the light they have, may rely explicitly on their conscience. You can shut your eyes to what the world says, and find in the approval of your own conscience the highest earthly tribune, the voice of the infinite communing with the individual. Always remember that unhappiness is the hunger to get. Happiness is the hunger to give. If you set out for a single day to give happiness, to make life happier, brighter, and sweeter, not for yourself, but for others, you will find a wonderful revelation of what happiness really is. The greatest of the world's heroes could not buy any acts of heroism. Do as much real good as you, living your whole life in seeking, from day to day, to make others happy. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Transform your life in 30 days with our Majesty Meditation Program. Our unique auto-suggestion sound method meditation will help you achieve success in every area of your personal and professional life. Learn more at livinghour.org majesty. To get 30% off the $11.99 purchase price, use the coupon code INSPIRATION. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.